as a given that when we get diagnosed that many children will seek medical assistance and that ideally it's known that autism is diagnosed by when a child is 18 months old even a little bit older maybe say almost up to three years old however it's not unusual to be diagnosed with autism as a teenager or adult hi guys this is SB I'm all about creating mental health and awareness and sharing my life stories with autism and mental health with tips and advice along the way with fun and games and taking you all on a journey what life is like in the inside world of what my life is an autistic adult like. so if you're into any of these videos feel free to smash the subscribe button on the bottom right hand corner and if you do so today turn on the notification bell so you don't miss any future videos usually I post Monday Wednesday Friday but that may subject to change so as you can see basically this is an autistic related video and I'm talking about coming to terms after being diagnosed with autism at a later age they're broken down into three parts which in the very first part I've already said about was all about for the tips and advice and getting the support and that covered obviously the following for the getting support, joining an autistic self-help group, finding out if you are eligible for government grants or any other financial assistance. Three was decide if you want to share your diagnosis openly. Four, seeking accommodation at work. And five, reaching out to your friends and family. So in all for the day guys, this is part two of it, which is embracing your diagnosis. And just as a heads up, as a disclaimer, as always, before I continue, I'm no medical doctor, so if you see anything out of the ordinary between yourself or your loved one, seek professional help for yourself or your loved one, or seek second opinion for yourself or your loved one, because I don't condone self-harm. The very first thing I want to talk about based on this next part of the part two of embracing your diagnosis is number one, identify triggers of overstimulation. It's a given that many of us autistics, basically, you know, after our senses overload and whatnot that goes through crazy can be extremely sensitive in the outside world or even if we're indoors depending where we are at that given moment of time the classic example for many of autistics is when we're outside you know minding our business walking down the street and we hear traffic going and then in the background there's chatter versus also maybe roadworks and every other thing in between that basically and it's gives us a sense of overdrive state inside our mind. I mentioned about meltdown and shutdown theories on my channel, which I'll link in the iCard above me to find out more about what I'm sharing. And in saying this, will be in the description below. So if you wanna see more of this before you continue on this series, feel free to pause this video and come back to this one later today. So basically, as I said, many autistic people may have extremely sensitive kind of extremities of their classic senses or that aren't as sensitive as those of normal people right what you might differentiate normal to you that you can determine with the loud noise and background noise or whatever it may not be good for an autistic or vice versa this can mean that some of the environments are usually extremely uncomfortable for us or even to the point that it can be painful for us you know sometimes it can bring out certain pains and us about headaches and stomach aches or whatever else it may be sensory overstimulation however can be difficult thing to understand as a child for example 
However, as a teenager or an adult, you'll probably have a fair idea or a good idea of situations or environments that can cause you problems. And sometimes, once we know our triggers and whatnot within these everyday situations and environments that we and we can try and ignore them, even though at that point when it comes down to that sensory overload, there comes a point with that fight, flight, fright response that kicks in for us. You know, it's well as in saying this just to give you a clear example here is you may find that you hate grocery shopping and if you leave the grocery store frustrated or in a foul mood or basically that it could be too noisy or the lights are too bright flashing whatnot we need to sit down and think about the atmosphere for that time grocery stores are frequently lit by fluorescent lighting as I mentioned, which then can cause sensory overstimulation for many autistic people. And I feel that for some of the fluorescent lights, depending how real bright it is, it gives me massive headaches and it burns my eyes. In saying this though, with that being said of it being causing that sensory overstimulation for us autistics, you know, grocery stores also have a lot of competing noises around us, shoppers having diverse conversations, you have the trolleys basically crashing about. You've got some loud music, you know, overhead music. Sometimes you've got announcements over the speaker from the PA or whoever. You've got some of the chatter from employees and so much more. Many autistic people have difficulty filtering background noise. Some may not, which can make all of the sounds occurring in one place frustrating if not so painful for us. Based on what we learnt about sensory triggers and other autism related issues here say you can implement the changes that could potentially make a vast improvement in our living environment. An example here to make it understanding is understanding again about the problem with the grocery store of ours problem is related to a sensory overstimulation or sensory overload as it's clinically called can help us identify options that will make this around easier for us when we go out to the supermarket adjustments we might make in that situation may include wearing headphones playing some soothing music while we're listening to music or white noise to block out the cacophony of the grocery store Sometimes maybe we choose to wear sunglasses indoors to blunt out the effects of the frozen lighting. Over time, as you become more comfortable and gain a better understanding of our diagnosis, we will be able to discover other things that we can do to improve our life and experiences with the world as well. There are many strengths that are related to autism, including pattern recognition, strong memory, and infinite passion, intense passion, and so much more. Take some time to indulge the strengths that we have and learn ways to apply these strengths in our everyday life. Thinking about our strengths can help us come to terms with our autism diagnosis because it can help us to see that while autism creates some everyday challenges for us, it can also have the positive side, as this does for us having any mental health conditions and whatever else it may be. Number It's a given that we have our everyday certain challenges like many obvious basically in the everyday world of neurotypicals versus just people in general with mental health or what have you. Some of such challenges that we come to face on our daily given is maybe difficulty with social interaction or even just trying to pick up a time to communicate with you guys are intrinsic to autism. Getting a diagnosis of autism can help us understand the difficulties we have 
you know had in providing the tools that we can use to overcome these challenges or weaknesses for many autistic people who are diagnosed at a late age learning that they're autistic is a light bulb turning inside our heads it's like a aha moment suddenly there is an explanation for so many things you may have beaten yourself up over before now that you know that you're autistic you can cut yourself some slack on some of the things you might have thought were negative aspects of your personality before because obviously many of us autistics we tend to feel down in ourselves and whatnot in that insaneness that we have self-doubt and we lose our sense of self-worth and whatnot and then at the end of the day we then get depressed and we just down go downhill from there a classic example you may have accepted criticism that you were lazy because you have the tendency to procrastinate and overlook certain tasks however autism explains this as poor executive functioning you may see something that needs to be done but your brain can't put together the steps that is required to take care of it this doesn't mean you can use autism as an excuse or a jail free card however rather identifying the cause of your challenges opens up new doors for you enabling you to discover different ways of handling these everyday challenges that we come to face that will most likely be effective for us you may also be able to use this our strength to find others with whom we can relate to for example many autistic people are highly visual thinkers who process thoughts and pictures rather than words you probably will get along better with other people who are also visual thinkers or learners, regardless of whether you're whether they're autistic or not. If you're struggling to find a job or career path that's right for you, identifying your strengths can you know, also identify your career fields where you will have the opportunity to shine. As a side note before I end this, for many of us autistics, this can be a huge relief and huge weight off of our shoulders is now gone because without the label even the diagnosis of autism and many other mental health diagnoses that comes in between this or just any diagnosis for that matter we tend to think or shall i say we tend to overthink overanalyze everything around us as well as thinking that there must be something wrong with us we then tend to question ourselves and doubt in ourselves of our own capabilities of what we can and can't do as well as maybe doubting ourselves and our other skills and strengths and weaknesses or what have you and so much more like most people that go through a mental health diagnosis or just general people that may not have any diagnosis label in them the questions that many of us may ask ourselves is why don't my peers relate to me why can't i do the things that seems to become closer easier to other people around me you may start thinking that you're broken and all these other labels that us autistics come about that we're broken we can't be fixed we can't be cured this that and the other you know it irks me when i hear this because obviously we're not broken we may be different but we just need to as again as i said so many times before accept each other's differences accept one another if they can't accept us then that's their problem um but then again, when when you get the word autism, you know, plastered on you, you realise there's not anything wrong with you. You just have a condition, and there are other people like you. Suddenly, you're not alone in a world with the neurotypicals of their world of trying to be them, in which you were kind of alone for a long time. But then you have some little 
neuro tribe around you to support you. Well, this quickly ends the second part of coming to terms with the light diagnosis of autism. Smash the like, comment below if any of this sounds familiar or what have you, or feel free to actually share your perspective of this. You know, if some of the classic examples I just shared in this part to like, you know, with the environment of basically the grocery store or what have you, gives you that everyday challenge of the sensory overstimulation versus sensory overload let me know in the comment section below how you deal with it on a daily you know what are the places that you tend to avoid why is that and is there any other ways that you could have prevented that stage of the sensory overload and whatnot and knowing those tr triggers and whatnot please let us know in the comment section down below so we can actually have an open floor border of discussion so in for the dude guys thanks for support thanks for watching till next time i'll see you again soon ciao for now also in saying this don't forget that i have got a merch store that i'm trying to hopefully add a bit more the patreon account for those of you who are new today patreon is like a subsidy account for us creators be it music creators content creators that are doing and mental health or water form it is that they're using as a form of the platform on youtube twitch or wherever else they may likely to fly about basically a bit about giving back to you guys when you do support so feel feel to donate to me big or small no pressure basically but it'd be much appreciated if you did but hey this will cover my cost of my rent the travel when i do some more traveling with asb series or just traveling in general well as maybe better recording equipment sort of speak with the camera setup and whatnot so that i'm not solely relying on my phone and many other parts that were thing and in saying this with the patreon account basically you'll see that i've been trying to do some benefits and tires for you to give back to you as i thank you for you know joining with me even though some of it will be maybe for free some of it you know maybe need my out of my pocket to send you guys certain stuff back if it may be if you do need to a certain amount merch of your choice versus basically maybe if i can afford to print out a copy of my book that i did three years ago if you're interested in reading my life story more there and i'm saying this also just to let you guys in the low down that i've got some projects in the works that i'm still hoping that if anyone wants to participate for project number one of the journey through the mind series that you may have seen Lydia who was the first participant from Life with Lydia basically sharing her life story so I'm hoping to do short blurts of documentary style stories basically based on this and in saying this basically if you want to be on the bandwagon in any way for that feel free to comment below as well in saying this the second project of it was supposed to be an icebreaker for you guys just to answer a series of questions and if you do decide to come back for the second part of that journey through the mind series to be a more depth storyline please feel free because i'm hoping later today if all goes to plan and i'm hoping to maybe get someone on the side to maybe animate them or what have you and i'm saying this also if you've seen some of my other videos be it through my you know poetry my baking with asby and everything else please let me know what you would see more of because at this point of time it's all about giving back to you guys regardless but i know i should be focusing solely on mental health and awareness and acceptance and inclusion as an advocate but i would like to try and bring in some mixture of things so i don't you know bore you guys so that you can just instead of getting to know me maybe getting to know others that were interested in coming into play and then there's also just a heads up basically i was hoping in the works later today to do a second part of my book that i did 
based on my life of an SB, looking through the life of Asperger's syndrome or something on those. I'll link the link in the description below based on that as well. So that if anyone of you that are maybe autistic and are from the autistic community groups and you are interested in participating, let me know so that maybe we can get the ball rolling and get the short stories done and up as well as a third part of my book series because I'm still thinking that there are certain topics I may have not touched base on from the first part of my book of the journey through life with Asperger's syndrome of mine and to wrap it up basically I have some other funding pages like basically go funding or some other funding page that I've got that if you're interested in maybe doing it through there instead of through basically Patreon but as you know Patreon and this other one you have the option of PayPal and just insert bank account details and whatnot and also and this also I'm trying to get my blog up to date so I can create it as a website hopefully as of before next year because that's my main goal I'm still looking for someone who is willing to actually maybe help me design it from WordPress to actually put this web address in and stuff and tidy it up so that we can actually put other bits and pieces in that you may want to see on there so to speak if you've seen it sort of thing you know, hopefully you're enjoying some of the read-ups of what I write, even though it's similar to what I share with you guys of certain videos I might have put out, sort of thing. So it's easier for you guys when you come onto my WordPress site that if you're a visual person instead of a, like a reader person, some of it is similar, but it should hopefully have some bits of pieces. And also in saying this, I'm at this point of time been away for a few times too because of the subtitling I'm supposed to, I'm doing. I hopefully enjoyed this video and do what you love, love what you do. Until next time, I'll see you again soon. Ciao for now. <laughs>